911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clinton Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about our state's governor, Newsom, and how he recently signed a bill that allows citizens to refuse to help police officers when they request assistance during an arrest. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clint, when I had first mentioned this topic to you when it became a hot-button issue, you didn't even know that this was a law. Yeah, I've never heard of anything of such before. So as you sit there, I'll read to you what it says that the law the law explains. And the law requires any able-bodied person, 18 years of age or older, in the state to help an officer who is requesting assistance during an arrest. And failure to do this is actually a misdemeanor, and it carries a $1,000 fine. I know where Clint and I live, there was a recent incident involving a female deputy where she tried to make an arrest, and the situation was out of her hands. She lost control of the situation. And although members of the community weren't there, and I shouldn't say weren't there, because obviously they were if there's video footage of it, but the community didn't go there to assist her, more so for the fact that she had backup right behind her. But had she not had backup, I can't even imagine what would have happened to her or whether or not she would even be here today if she didn't have those backup officers. And we've seen countless videos on social media that portray all the times when Good Samaritans do step in and they do help to assist police officers when the criminals get the upper hand. So Clint, as a police officer, can you just take the listener through what your thoughts are on the situation? Well, just... In that specific video, there's no reason why someone wouldn't have gone and helped her other than just fear. And I could understand for someone who's normal and not dealing with those instances on a normal basis would be intimidated to go assist somebody else. But this day and age has turned into the day and time of let's record everything is going on instead of helping one another. And I think that goes well beyond just officers. But in seeing everything that transpired in that incident, it's it's unfortunate that you know there's people watching it elsewhere other than just recording the video of why they couldn't step in before it got out of control like that. And like you said, I know of countless stories of citizens going to assist officers we've seen the videos i've seen it in real life i've witnessed the heroics that come from people that don't wear a badge but it's those times where you have 30 people standing above you and you're struggling to control a guy and all of them are just pointing and laughing and you have to watch all 30 of those people and worry that they're either going to jump in and fight against you or just sit there and record you and wait for you to do something wrong. 
As we're talking about this, I, I can't help but think of the fact that I have five brothers and I'm the only girl. So by the very nature of that, I know that there are a lot of really values that were instilled in me inadvertently through the teachings of my own father. And a lot of that stems into how to be a man and what makes it right to be a man when the time deems necessary. And when I read several articles explaining Newsom's reasoning behind this, which is nothing short but the word of cowardly, he explains it as taking the law out of what currently stands because it belongs in a history book instead of a law book. And I couldn't disagree with that more. And I say that from a place of truly believing that we need to have humanity still existing in the world today, especially where we have such a disconnect as it pertains to our association with this facade that's reality when it comes to interacting behind the screen versus the variance that exists when we're face to face with another human being. And I can't help but feel that a comment like this to go so so fast and so forward into signing a bill that revokes this law and no longer makes it against the law in the state of California, not to assist an officer when they're requesting help from the community. I think you're a coward. I don't see how there's any bone of a man in your body. And I also feel like he is so fortunate to have never come face to face in a situation that was so critical to where he would ever understand what that situation is actually like. What are your thoughts on that? Most of our politicians kind of, none of the situations that we ever deal with or have, have to experience or pay witness to will never, ever experience them. There's barriers in place. There's protections in place. They live in the upper class where they have security. They have all that stuff set forth to buffer them from it. So, of course, they never will, for the most part, fall victim to something of such. But it's those small instances that do that they're going to wish they had that protection or they witness that officer who needs help and want to assist by jumping in. Fortunately, there haven't been a lot of instances where it's been needed, but that goes into the whole homeless population story of, well, if you want to support just giving free things to the homeless people all the time, instead of actually finding solutions to help end homelessness, it's let them live on your front yard for a week and see how that truly works for you. And or the gun violence. I mean, like I said, most of them aren't going to have that experience within their careers or within their lifetimes. But it's something that they're just they're sheltered from. They're not exposed to it. They're not exposed to what most of us out there are exposed to. I believe that a lot of this stems from the fact that 
the presidential race is underway. And I don't know if as you listen, you're aware of this, perhaps not, especially if you don't live in California, but Newsom's ex-wife is actually married into the Trump family. And I just wonder how many layers have to be uncovered before we actually get down to the brass tacks of what the real problem is. And I say that from a place of knowing how liberal California is and how anti-support most Californians are when it comes to understanding the dynamics of community policing, everything that is involved, the true reality of it, and not just what they see on television. And I almost felt like it was a stab in that direction where it just turns into another agenda, another political item, just to try to really get under the skin of what's going on in the presidential race. And that's exactly right. When it comes to the whole aspect of just the community policing, like you talked about, you know, people always blame the officers for not being able to do something. But in reality, it's the government, government officials who make it to where our hands are tied in so many instances. And it's because it doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them personally. It just affects the people who have the loudest mouths and the biggest checkbooks. I believe that sheltering that you talked about really plays a lot into being able to just stick your nose up in the air in an office one day and just make decisions like this because you're not actually down there on ground zero. I would love to see him go on a ride along in the community. I would love to see him go on a ride along in your community just to see exactly what it is that you encounter on a day-to-day basis. I know having experienced that myself, I don't even go to your city as a member of the community for any reason of business whatsoever. And it's funny that you say that because I remember one time we we drove through the city to grab something from one of my buddies and I stopped at a local restaurant because we were hungry and we walked in and she just goes to me, I don't feel safe here. I don't like it here. Can we just go? So we left and went to the next city over and actually ate. Yeah, there was actually two different restaurants that we got out of the truck and went into and I said, no way. There, there is no way. There was transients sleeping inside of the restaurant, trash everywhere, these gangster-looking people probably just living their, their lives. And I was just being cynical because of the appearance of things. But in knowing the stories that I know about the community that you serve and then playing those characters in my head just created this story of a high level of discomfort that I'm just like, there's no way I would stick something in my mouth if it was prepared in this restaurant. Like, get me out of this city. (laughs) And I, I just wonder, how much more of this can we withstand? I feel like there's this growing level of liberals, especially ever since President Trump became president in the state that we live in. And Clint and I talk about it all the time. Like, this is not our forever state. This is this is our motherland. This is where we were born, but we will not live in California for the rest of our lives. And that might sound absurd to people that don't live in California because this is the dreamland, right? This is the golden state where everybody wants to live. But what they don't see is that gold is literally fire in more than one sense. 
it's on fire all the time. There's this constant chatter going on around you, be it in the line at the grocery store, reading the headline in the newspaper, Clint, what you see on a day-to-day basis when you work. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting because there's nothing but everybody pointing the fingers. And most importantly for you and your profession as a police officer, this constant disconnect that politicians are allowing between community policing and the citizens. And I think it's just a shame. Like, I just want to say shame on you, Governor Newsom. And unfortunately, the reality is it's not until you experience the truths and you, you firsthand witness something like this that you truly will allow it to click in for you. And the way that karma works is it's very likely that that will happen. The laws will change in a way that you've instilled. And then one day it will come back to bite you in the ass. And it's too bad. I wish that wouldn't happen to anybody. But I think when you start to stir the pot in such a way, it's inevitable. Yeah, there's definitely a a pendulum that swings back and forth in support against no matter what it is going on. But right now, for the last probably eight, nine years, that pendulum's been going so far backwards that I don't know if we'll ever, as a state, be able to recover from it. And that goes really deep. We can get into that on another episode of how... So many people just want to disassociate California from America altogether. I've heard people talk about putting a wall between California and the United States, and then we would have our border wall. We wouldn't have to do anything, which essentially is true because we have so many illegal um, immigrants in California. But again, that'll be a topic for another show. And I just hope as you sit there, you understand how important it is to have that relationship with the community And not to allow dictators, especially as they be politicians, to disassociate your relationship between the community and the work that you do if you are a first responder. Because I know as a member of a community just how important that relationship is. And it's much more important than reading the headlines and just seeing the opinions of particular individuals. And I know that there's an entire community of supporters that are proponents on the other side of the line. And that's what we keep holding on to and really what we side with because it exposes the truths. We see the real and raw pieces of of what happens out there on the streets. And I can't imagine what the repercussions of something like passing this bill would be. Because it's one of those situations where it just seems that as soon as you do something like this, something really bad happens. And then that's what allows people to reconsider their decisions. And I I don't want that. I don't want to see that happen to, to anybody, especially a first responder. And I hope as you sit there that you just take away the fact that it's okay for you to have your own opinions, even if you swim in a pool where you're the black sheep, which is really what we're used to being in the state of California. And when you know that it's okay to speak your truths and to not allow your authenticity to be controlled based on you wanting to approve, be approved by somebody else, then you're really able to enjoy your tactical living.